Good morning and happy Mother's Day. Um, Inflection was supposed to be a question. So I have been up since 3.30 thanks to the cat. Um, Finnegan has taken to the habit of um, kneading the blanket in the middle of the night. I think it's more about the blanket because I'm sleeping under this super knitted blanket. So I don't think he's trying to be necessarily affectionate to me. I think it's more about the texture. Um, But he woke me up and then I got up for water and decided to get my laptop. And I mean, I'm, I'm very conscious of the commitments I've made to clients and work. And I know that I'm not going to give a shit (laughs) once I either get Gerda home or if I can't get her home. Um, So I worked for a while. I watched the, I watched the sky turn from dark night. Can you hear the scratching right now? Finnegan, we're recording. He wants to get in the closet for some reason. Um... I always thought I'd have a son that wanted to get out of the closet, but there you go. Um, anyway, I've watched the sky turn from from night to dawn to bright blue. I've watched the tree outside of my window, the tree that I can't seem to take my eyes off of. Um, it's really windy again today, and I've seen this tree just like bending to its maximum. And, you know, I I really thought about that and how this tree can bend and not break. And it just sort of goes with the flow. And um, I think that's a good life lesson. I'm going to fail at it. I'm going to tell you that right now. (laughs) But it's a good life lesson. Okay, he's given up scratching on the closet door. You'd be happy to know. Um... Yeah, so back to Mother's Day. Um, I don't have children. I never thought I could have children, which is a long, convoluted story. Um, Basically, most of the women on my mom's side of the family have really awful reproductive genes. So my aunt, one of them had like nine miscarriages and no children. The other one had seven miscarriages and no children. My grandmother lost multiple children. My cousin, who I was closest to, had a hysterectomy in her 20s. My mom um, had me, and then I, I remember her like almost bleeding to death, which also happened to me um, about her age. Um, so I just never thought I would have children, and I... I'm definitely someone who doesn't want what they can't have, or at least that's what I tell myself. So um, if I had ever had children with someone, it really would have been, had to have been like the right fit with all of my neuroses. Um, I always thought if I had children, I would adopt them. I didn't, they didn't need to have my genes. And, you know, they, there's so many children in this world who need love. Um, and that is how I acquired my furry children. Also, like, I think it's annoying when people say Happy Mother's Day to you and just assume, right? Like, I don't have children. I'm not a mom. 
Um, my mother and I didn't have a great relationship. So like, I'm not here to honor her necessarily. She gave me life, but like, um, yeah, that's all we need to say about that. But, but I do have three furry children. And again, like you don't have to say happy mother's day to me because I have animals like that I think is weird and annoying. Um, but you know, my baby girl is sick. She's sick and I can't be with her right now. Um, I took her in on Friday and we missed Friday afternoon, Friday night, all day Saturday. Um, I should get a call around 9 or 10 giving me an update and we're just praying that her kidneys have improved Um, because if not, it's not going to be it's just not going to be. So I'm I'm lonely and I'm sad and I'm scared and I'm never sure that anything I'm doing is right or good enough when it comes to her. I'm blaming myself for a lot and I think I deserve it. Um I mean, I should have taken her to the vet earlier. Would it have made a difference? Maybe. I mean, not in the eventual outcome. Um, You know, she would have been less dehydrated. Um, Maybe her kidneys wouldn't have gotten to the point where they were, were quite so bad. It's just hard to know. Like, Gerda has always, 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 always been hard to feed. Always. Um... Actually, one of my friends reminded me yesterday that when I first adopted Gerda, they said she wouldn't eat, and the only thing she would eat is cold cuts. So I will go get her some turkey from the bodega. Um, If I get to bring her home, I'm going to get her anything that I can possibly think of. I mean, I feel like I've done that, but, you know, I forgot about the cold cut thing, so that was a brilliant reminder. Um... So, yeah, I mean, I have a dog who's always been hard to feed. Um, I have been trying to feed her anything I possibly can think of. So a variety of dry dog foods, human food, cheese, um, wet dog food. Sometimes she'll be interested in the cat food. One day she ate tuna. A couple days she ate vegan meatballs. Um, she's been eating eggs. Now, if you've had dogs, then you know that switching their diet is is should be something that you you plan, right? So anytime I've switched their food in the past, I will like do a quarter of the new food with three quarters of the current food. And then like until I transition, I haven't really been to, I have not been doing that with Gerda because it's really sort of a day by day. What can I get her to eat to get any nutrition in her body? So that upsets their stomach, right? So like her, you know, until the last three days before this, like she was having pretty healthy poops, um, she was peeing a lot. She was drinking a lot of water. Um, 
I knew she was, you know, I knew she was old, obviously, but um, until the three days before, I really didn't, like, I didn't, I don't know, I don't know, I was in denial, I'm sure. And again, this time of, like, processes being different and being separated from your pet adds a different level of stress. Um, You know, I don't know what today is going to be like in this new vet, if they're going to be as accommodating with me. Um, Obviously, if if they let me take her home, um, they're going to have to train me how to give her her fluids. So is that going to happen on the street? Um, I can't imagine that. They're going to have to let me in to show me. Um, if they don't let me or suggest I take her home, if you know what I mean, then I'm sh- then I know how that scenario will go. Um, but more and more, I think I just want her to be home, even if it's for a few hours. I don't want to feel like I'm in this room with somebody sort of looking over my shoulder saying, are you ready now? Are you ready now? Um, Because I'm never going to be ready. Like, for goodness sakes. Gerda has been my heart and my soul and my life and my love and my life partner (laughs) for 10 years. Um, That's a long time. Like, I'm trying to think back of all of the milestones. Um, when I got her, Ella picked her. We, I was living on 80th Street. Um, shortly after I got Gerda, she developed separation anxiety to the point where someone called the Humane Society on me. They thought I was abusing her because of the way she was howling like I know enough about training for separation anxiety that like you're not supposed to just run back in right so literally sometimes when I would leave for work I would hear her make this blood curdling it did it sounded like she was being hurt um this awful awful squeal but I would stand outside and it wasn't like it was an all-day thing I mean maybe she started back again um, but someone called the Humane Society on us, and I, this man with a gun showed up at my door, and I opened the door, and Ellis, you know, on her bed, and Gerda's doing whatever Gerda does, and, you know, he's like, um, so we have to follow up on everything, and I'm like, I appreciate that, and he's like, clearly these dogs are, you know, they're definitely not abused animals, and so that was, a funny little hurdle that we got through and I basically just said to her look like you can't do this anymore and she literally stopped like she's very she gets it she gets it in a way that I've never known a dog to get it like she's very logical she's very wise like I truly believe she's had many lives and many wisdoms um so there was that and then I got laid off so I actually got three months with her um, pretty early in our relationship. Then I got my job with the art collection. So I was able to take her to work occasionally. Um, of course we always had like our 
morning walks off leash in Central Park and that magical moment where I took off her leash and she would sort of run full force into the grass and look back and her little tail would be up in the air like a little flag. It was just so sweet. Like that's such pure joy. That's such pure joy. Um, And then, you know, we had our time alone together after Ella. And I just, we went everywhere together. Um, I regret never taking her to California. I really regret that. Um, But she went with me to North Carolina once. We've been to Maine. We've been to Maryland. We went to the Hamptons. I remember the first time I took her to the beach. Oh my God, magic. I think only only three years maybe of beach time. I don't know why I waited so long. I mean, I also waited a long time to take myself to the beach in New York, so there is that, but um, oh, she's she's such a beach girl. She loves the sun. She loves the sun. Um, I feel like I've taken her to the mountains. I mean, that would make sense to me. Maybe not. I mean, you know, she's she's definitely not a hiking dog, for sure. We've gone shopping many times in many places. We've gone on planes and trains and car rides. But mostly we just hang, you know? Um, Gerda has never been the type of dog that's going to sit on the couch with you. Um, she likes her bed. Um, she usually has multiple beds. In this apartment, she has her bed. Um, sometimes, you know, especially lately, I will force her to sit on the couch with me um, or just hold her against my chest. And there's a chair she likes to sleep in. Um, sometimes she's on the floor, but I don't really like that because I don't think it's good for her. We've changed apartments three times from 80th Street to the building I live in now and then from the studio to the the one bedroom. Um, she's met some men in my life. None of them stayed around very long. Mostly my decision or insecurity or, or whatever. Um, but I had so much love packed in that little body. I gave her every everything, you know? Um, I don't think there was ever room for anybody in my life as long as I had Gerda. And I say that, and then came Ollie. <laughs> um, which was a total, like, it just feels like an accident. Um, it, yeah, we'll have to save that story for another time, but Gerda trained Oliver in some ways. Um, and then came Finnegan. And, you know, she could care less. Like, she just doesn't, she's the chillest dog. Like, you know, friends would bring animals over. And she's not ever been a dog that's like to play with with toys. She really doesn't play with other animals. Um, she used to, oh my God, she loves a towel. 
Um, she used to love a towel. Like when I would towel her off after coming in from the rain or the snow, like, oh my goodness, she would just like do the terrier thing and I would wiggle it and she would grab it and make that sound. And it was so cute. It was so cute. I mean, we've had a simple life, you know, um, we've had a really simple life together. I just, I love that my friend Andrea calls her my person. (laughs) She is, she is 100% my person. And, you know, she's my everything. She's my everything. Um, I just, I... I need to stay hopeful. I need to keep thinking of these funny things and the memories and how many memories. And some people get so few memories. Some people never get to love or be loved like this. You know? Um, God, I just, I love her so much. I love her so much. Like, where does that love go? I mean, it stays with her, right? But there's all this love that's... I can't directly give to her. And I know I'm going to be angry. I know that at some point I'm going to be angry. I'm already, like... uh, Yeah. I dread walking. Like, I'm thinking now about going to the park with Oliver. And if I go when the regular dog people are there, you know, they always ask about Gerda. Maybe that's good. Um, I mean, God, so many people love her. So many people have called and texted and written nice things on Instagram and... Everybody knows. I mean, I think the, yeah, Romeo and Juliet, that's a stupid love story. You know, they were two kids with hormones that were infatuated and, ooh, it's taboo to be together. And then they kill themselves. Like, that's the dumbest fucking love story ever. Is that even love? I mean, it makes good drama. And that's what it was. It was drama. Gerda and I, we were a love story. We are a love story. We are. We still are. We are a love story. We met. We were both really sad. And then we fell in love. And we had so many great times. So many people, so many walks, so many talks, songs. But mostly just the quiet knowingness of she was there and I was there. And again, it wasn't always perfect. Like, I just hate how flawed I am. She was never a naughty dog. She bit me a couple times, but I deserved it. Um, 
she was never naughty. Like, she didn't like loud noises. I, I tried to never raise my voice to her. I mean, I did occasionally. Um, again, like, sometimes I would just get so frustrated if I was trying to go to the office when I had to go to an office and she wouldn't eat and she wouldn't eat and she wouldn't eat and I'd try so many things. And again, like, not now particular, but, like, just ongoing. Like, she just doesn't care about food. She never has. Um, I mean, that's going to be a challenge. Um... I'm okay for the challenge as long as it's not being cruel to her, right? I mean, I guess, you know, I my neighbor, um, one of my very cute, nice, young neighbors had this chocolate lab pit bull mix. And she was a very sweet dog. She had awful separation anxiety. And sometimes she would ask me to take care of her when she went out for an hour or two and it was like she was such a sweet dog it was totally not a big deal um so I took care of her a couple times and obviously we'd run into each other in the street and stuff and then I ran into her one night and she was her dog had started having really bad diarrhea and um basically you know, long story short, they realized that she had a tumor and that it was not, it was basically so advanced that there was no treatment. The treatment would have been almost worse than the disease. Um, and so she made a, a decision that she was going to take her home for a week um, and just do all of her favorite things. She was, you know, I don't know how, if she was able to walk her, but she would put these photos of her snuggled in blankets or eating naughty things. I think that's very sweet, you know? I mean, the dog was four. It was so young. I mean, Gerda's at least 13. I've only had 10 years with her, but, you know, 10 years is a lot more time than, than my neighbor got with her dog. And it was a, it's a very different relationship. I mean, she loved her dog so much. Um, she has a, yeah, maybe a more full, rounded life with actual humans and social and a, I don't know, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, I'm not trying to say I, my love is superior. I guess I'm just trying to say, like, I got a lot of extra time that some people don't get. But I also love that um, she took a week to say goodbye. Um, I don't like. I don't know how that feels to me. If I knew, like, okay, I'm take. You know, I whatever. I'm just talking. I'm just talking. Honestly, nobody listens to this, so I'm just talking because it feels like I'm talking to somebody more so than if I just let all this run through my head, right? Or say it to Ollie. I mean, what are Gerda's favorite things at this point? I think she loves her bed. Um, 
I tried to order her a new bed. The one that I wanted to get was sold out. I mean, she's very particular about it has to be, you know, sort of round and she can get in it like it's a little nook. Um, I do want a certain color. But, you know, I mean, at this point, her bed has been her bed. And I think that I did wash it. It's never going to come completely clean. And it's a little lumpy, but I'll put another pillow in it. Um, so she likes her bed. And she loves the sunlight. And she loves me. I mean, those are the things, you know. I definitely would try to give her steak if she can eat steak. I'll try to give her the turkey from the deli. I'll try to give her anything she can tolerate. I'll sit in the sun with her and I'll hold her and I'll talk to her and I'll sing to her. I mean, that's my hope. That is my hope that I get to do all those things with her today. Tomorrow, a week, a month. God, it just it just sucks so badly. I mean, everyone who's had a pet knows what this feels like. Um, I mean, it's you know, it's just so hard. I had to make decisions for both of my parents. Um, My mom had lymphoma. And from her cancer treatment went well. She only had one. um, But she refused to eat because she didn't want to throw up. And then she got pneumonia. So it was actually the pneumonia that killed her. Um, But I... You know, she had a stroke then and basically was brain dead. So that was an easy decision. Like, her quality of life was gone. Um, With my father, it was a little trickier. Because I think, I mean, I really regret not talking to him about it. Like, I think he knew he was dying. Um, He had a heart attack. He was going to have to have a quadruple bypass and he had another heart attack before he could have the surgery so they put a balloon pump in and I guess you can only have that in for so long and he reached that point so we made the decision to take him off of that and not put him on the respirators um with Dylan I never got the chance to make that decision And with Ella, I mean, it was hard and it took me a long time. But I knew, like, you know, your dog is pooping blood. Um, She can't walk. She's not eating. And this was a dog who loved to eat, so it was a dramatic change. Like, you know, she she was done with this life. And she had also given me Gerda. (laughs) So I knew I would be going to be okay. And that's very selfish. Um, I mean, Gerda was part of a pack that included myself and two others. But it's not the same. Like, it's just, it's not the same. Like, I love all my animals, but they're all different. I mean, 
Finnegan's basically my boyfriend. Oliver is Oliver. Um, there'll never be another Gerda. There will never ever be another Gerda. I will look for her. I will look for her. Um, but there will be another her. Never be another her. So anyway, all these thoughts going through my head on the fucking stupid Mother's Day Sunday. And if you pray, pray. If you meditate, meditate. However you can put energy in this world, like, please do it for her and for me. Um, I mean, nature is going to take its course and it will take her and it will take me. It will take all of us. Um, it's just all so precious. Anyway, thanks for listening.